Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Tough enough, tough enough. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly executive producer Mandy DeCamp. And we are so excited because this week we are joined by Ben and Ronnie from the podcast Watch What Crappens, my favorite name of a podcast of all time. Um, <laughs> welcome. We're so excited to have you guys here. Hey, oh my God. So thank much. you. Thanks for having us. Before we dive into Housewives and everything, please tell our our viewers, our listeners, a little bit about your podcast and some of the uh, your guests that you have coming up. Oh my God, Ronnie, take it away. Well, basically, we just talk trash about Bravo shows. You know, we're best friends, so we like to sit around and make fun of these shows and um, make basically kind of improv scenes out of it. So we do that about five days a week. So we're always going. We cover almost everything on Bravo, and we're going to be going on tour in January through the spring. So you can get your tickets at watchwhatcraftens.com for our live shows. Yeah. Exciting. Congrats. That's awesome. You guys have a favorite Bravo show and a least favorite. You must, right? Well, I feel like everything's in flux because traditionally it's always been Real Housewives of New York, which admittedly I'm still, I will, you know, I still love it. It's still my favorite, but they had a rough season. I think that right now, but what if it weren't going to be New York, I mean, Potomac, Salt Lake City, they're coming strong this year. And I just have also always had a soft spot for Summer House. So we love Summer House. I think I like to see the Hamptons, even though they don't allow them to film anywhere. I still like the idea of getting like this glimpse into the Hamptons life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's part of the fun, isn't it? It's like people who just aren't accepted into the Hamptons going anyway, you know? And so I feel like the the viewers get a real shot of what it would be like if we as viewers got to go to the Hamptons. We'd be treated like crap. Nobody would like us and we wouldn't be able to get into any place. So I, I think it makes us feel like we're right there with them. Right. Totally. I love it. All right. Well, before we get into uh, this week's episode and news, let's check in with some of the comments that we had last about last week's show. Mandy, you want to kick it off? All right. Well, people are still mad about Erica Jane. Um, last week, when it was the reunion part four, we were flooded with comments about how people don't want to see her anymore. So we're still getting them. Um, Judy said Erica should be fired. These franchises are called the Real Housewives and Erica was not real. She lied her way through from the beginning. Bravo should get a refund and apologize to the viewers. 
I mean, I mean, a Mandy. Wow. A refund, Mandy? I mean, wow. Judy said it, not me. Judy. <laughs> oh, Judy. Oh, I'm sorry. Judy said it. Sorry. Judy said it. <laughs> sorry, Judy. Wow. <laughs> what do you guys think? Who are you? Do you want to see Erica Jane back next season? Um, I've, uh, if she comes back, I won't be bothered if she comes back, but I've always actually kind of felt like she has never been a great housewife because she's kept everything so close. I feel like we never get to see anything but her and glam, which I don't think is a good quality in a housewife. So if they just got rid of her because they realize she just doesn't actually add that much, um, I'd be down for that. But if she comes back, it wouldn't be, you know, I, I, well, she's back. the worst. She's yeah. I mean, back. for sure. Like, she's back. No yeah, yeah, yeah. She's back. Definitely. <laughs> Um, I kind of I mean, I kind of agree with that. She's um, she's always kind of had this drag queen stolen persona, you know, where she kind of just steals from people. And it was kind of fun. But I credit Erica with the downfall of a lot of Beverly Hills. You know, that was uh, Vagina Gate when that happened. And that never ended. It was like oh, and that wasn't necessarily her fault. That was PK and Dorit as well. Right, but she's yeah. kind of part of that whole one little thing that carries you through 19 million episodes, you know, and yes. Like four, you know, three reunions, and it's like, lady, you know, I love it, but I don't need to talk about it this much. Yeah, Beverly Hills is famous for that. Like they did, had Munchausen that no. last whole season, Puppy Gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I personally am actually a fan of one small thing that snowballs over the course of a season. That's kind of my favorite thing. But my issue with Erica is also that she doesn't offer much, but for some reason, the women have like been totally fascinated by her. So they've almost like gone out of their way to protect her, to like bow down at her feet. They've all tried to mimic her with the glam. So sometimes like we've had some rough seasons where it was just like watching women walking into a room and being like, Oh, you you look amazing. Wow. Who are you wearing? It's like, Oh my God. Like again, another scene of this. Right. Totally. All right. Moving on to the next comment says uh, shot for vintage clothes says I'll miss Dallas. What do you, what do you think? Are you going to miss Dallas at all? Or were you sad, surprised that the show was, uh, Oh, I'm going to miss Dallas. Yeah. 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 I'm not always been fans. Yeah, yeah, we've always been fans of Dallas. I mean, when Dallas first came on and it was like, I may be a carny kid, but don't play games with me as one of the taglines. I mean, how do you beat that? That was the craziest thing we had really seen on Housewives. And I don't blame them for canceling it because it got really, you know, I don't know. It's like you need some, it's like you need a babysitter on these sets to go on and say, what the hell? You can't say that. Okay, now come over here. We're going to have a little human resources lesson and uh, kind of teach these people. But overall, I mean, I like Dallas, but it was sad to see it fall. So, so Dallas is very underrated. And I actually I actually liked the last season, too. But I'm totally with Ronnie, which is that. um like, I'm not surprised it got canceled. You can't have low ratings and be problematic. That's just, it's just not going to work out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't want to ever be problematic, but if you have low ratings too, it's like, really, what are you doing? So, um, uh, but I, I do have a soft spot for Dallas too. And I, I've, I've championed it over the years. Both of us have it. I am sad. I'm going to miss it. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Mandy, should we get into some of the news? The news, yes. So very sad news coming out of Beverly Hills. Uh, Lisa Brenna's mom, Lois, has passed away at the age of 93. Um, Lisa wrote on Instagram, heaven has a new angel. Um, and her daughter, Amelia Gray Hamlin, posted a bunch of tributes. One said, you were, you were and always will be much more than a grandma to me. You are my best friend, my strength, my rock, my everything. Uh, Lisa opened up recently about her mom's health decline, revealing that she had suffered from a stroke. So sad. We, totally. we love Lois and, you know, we loved seeing her dance with Lisa. 
Um, rest in peace, Lois. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Lois is one of those people you need on Bravo. Like she's such an angel that really you can't say anything bad about. It. And it's not that you can't, like you can't find anything to say bad about no. her. You know? really? So you need that. You need that in the mix. So Definitely. bless her. You know. Yeah. I know. Our heart goes out to Lisa and her whole family. So sad. And the, the great thing about these shows is that they have those, they have this, these memories with her on, on camera, you know, right. which is really nice. I love that. It is. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's let's talk a little bit more about Erica Jane because she is not interested in walking down the aisle again amid her divorce from Tom Girardi. She told TMZ, no, I will not, never, when asked if she would remarry in the future. They also asked if she would ever date a lawyer again. She said, probably not, but then again, I'll, I'll probably, I mean, I don't know, I may need free legal, who knows. Now her comments come as she and Tom slashed the price of their Pasadena, California home, which they've been trying to sell for a number of months. They originally put the, the home on the market in May for 13 million, but the homes dropped in price to 8.2 million. I mean, do we think that we're going to see a lot more of Erica dating on the next season of the show? Absolutely not. Yeah. Because she doesn't show anything. I mean, yeah. her dating, I mean, maybe she'll be like going through a supermarket and looking at expiration dates, but I don't really see her actually dating or sharing that on camera. She's never shared anything truly personal in her life. Okay. Only yeah. now this season when it's been convenient. So, and I'm not sure if I want to watch her going on a date. Maybe I would, maybe that would be sort of interesting, but I don't, I just don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. Also, really, the men in her range are like probably too old to date. You know, she likes them older. So those guys are like with the TV tray someplace watching some Magnum <laughs> P.I. Re re you know, you're not just finding those guys on Tinder. That is true. <laughs> I'd love to see her date if it's genuine. Not like one of these, like, they tried to set Garcelle up this season. Yeah. I, it was a little hokey for me, a little produced. But if it's like a real genuine, let's go see her go on a few horrible dates, I'm into that. Yeah. Well, yeah, the rumor dates that she was was going on like Scooter Braun and um, I don't know, some other old billionaire, you know, those guys, he looked like the sheriff from um, what's that show where they're always in the race cars and Texas. Dukes of Hazard. Yes. He looked like the sheriff from Dukes of Hazard, but he was a billionaire. And, um, you know, if she was doing that, like if it was her real dating life, yeah, it would be right. fun, but yeah. not her. Yeah. Like, oh, look at me. I'm into a real hot young stud. Cause we all know that that's a damn lie. Okay. If you're going to find a trillionaire, you know, who can, you know, who can barely walk. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, Bravo also has like a very long history of painful, produced dating scenes yeah. just to go back to that Garcelle thing, just Garcelle sitting in the, in like doing like a tailgating gate with that guy who didn't even have the abs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, I think in general, I don't really want to watch too many people on Bravo dating, you know, yeah. Um, I'm here yeah. for the drama and the pettiness. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for the divorces. Right. Yes. <laughs> Do I want to see her get divorced again? Yes. Yes. I guess yes. <laughs> um, your house dropped so much. Yeah. I, that house is insane. I would have guessed that house was like 20 million. Now it's down to 8.2. Guys, seriously, the economy is so ridiculous that we're like $8 million. I can't believe it. That's such a deal. It is it's not a deal. deal. Okay. <laughs> Over $8 million. Four million, though, that's like, I mean, to lose four million dollars of value on a house that is in L.A. That's like, you know, that's like a house and a half that just got lost. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's yeah. also then, really overpriced and over leveraged. You know, mm -hmm. I think yeah. there's so yeah. many liens and stuff on that house. That that would be a nightmare. That yeah, it just comes with a lot of baggage. That house and a chapel. Oh. And a chapel. And a chapel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of drama, I know the O.C. is back, right, Mandy? 
We're yes. So yeah, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer. We're gonna get. We did. Good. Um, so Heather Dubrow has is returning. Um, she's in the brand new trailer, and she actually opens it like as if she's the you know head of the Housewives. Um, in addition to Heather, who previ- previously appeared on the show from season seven to season 11, Shannon, Emily, and Gina are back, plus two new housewives, uh, Jen Armstrong and Noelle Bergener. Bergener? Uh, Take a look at the trailer. Shannon told me that the two of you were not to be trusted. I thought we were friends, Shannon. Shannon, I feel bad for you. You're a asshole. You are a rude little girl. You were never my friend. (laughs) Sit down. I am sitting. So what are your thoughts on Heather coming back? Um, well, I'm actually in favor of this. Uh, it's not that I'm like a Heather Stan, mm-hmm. but I've had this longstanding theory that ever since Heather left the show, the show has not quite been as good. I think there was like one season in there that I, I was like truly entertained by, but it's kind of struggled. So I'm hoping that Heather is sort of that um, that X factor that OC needs to kind of truly come back to its its glory. I don't know. It's sort of hard putting that all on Heather, but I'm hoping for it. Yeah. Heather yeah. gives me such rage. I mean, when she was on that show, I would just be filled with rage. I mean, steam would come out of my ears. I would be yelling and screaming. <laughs> and um, I I love that feeling. Like I, <laughs> I just but love feeling angry. I love when these housewives can just make me so mad that I'm losing it. And then it's not really until months later that you're like, I was really mad that somebody yelled at a drunk girl for touching a cake. I mean, that <laughs> filled me with rage. So for that reason, you know, I have to give credit where credit is due. I don't love the whole Bethany reception that they're giving her. I don't mm. think she's about, I don't think she earned the Bethany reception that they're I giving her, but yeah. 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 I, I don't I'm okay with Heather being back. I'm a little bit annoyed that Shannon's back. I think it was time for her to retire. I, mm. In my personal opinion. How could you even say these things about me? I, I mean who is this Mandy? Who is Mandy? I mean We love we love making fun of Shannon the oh, most. So, so we have a different we have a different way of judging it because just watching yeah. Shannon fall apart over the smallest things mm-hmm. just cracks me up. And this season she looks like she is just miserable. Oh, yes. Yes. Her daughter's she gone off to college. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what we've always said about Shannon is that she is basically an open wound and she's like very raw and she tries so hard to like push back and be like, look at me. I'm fun. I'm wearing a sombrero and I'm also wearing a green shirt because it's St. Patrick's Day in a few months. Look at me. I'm so happy. And so like she tries, but like then like the sadness just comes through and she, despite her best effort, she cannot help but be Shannon. And I always appreciate that as a good counterpoint to someone like Erica Jane, mm-hmm. who is very like produced and put together. Shannon is just like her inner mess just always spills out. Always right. spills out. Yes. Well, I take it back. I'm glad she's on the show so I can listen to your podcast and hear your impressions. <laughs> That's what's going to be for three months. Because inevitably, whenever she does one of those costumes or hats or glitter, you know, whatever themes, yeah. she always ends up miserable and so you always <laughs> like every season you get a shot of her in a just with a miserable <laughs> face and a hat on and this season in the preview it's when she's in a chef's hat in her house and you know she was just so excited to have that chef's party and it just ends with her like mm. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm gonna call heather to we're good friends i i guess it went to voicemail okay all right
<laughs> it's just like the sad it's always these sad little like like inflections um, yeah. at, at every scene with her it's so good it's it's a sad sad it is like a sad cloud <laughs> oh my god so funny well i'm looking forward to hearing your Teresa judice impression because she just opened up about her engagement and her upcoming wedding plans saying that she and louis will not be filming the wedding from the real housewives in new jersey which is surprising does she he know this yeah right seriously she told extra that his that her daughters were involved in the engagement and they all they all live together now she said we live together g is at college and his son lives with us he has two sons his 17 year old son lives with us, lives with us his other son lives with his ex-wife it's been like 15 months now they love louis he is so great to them he really is like i'm so lucky to have him but I agree with you. Probably Louis doesn't know about the, the no filming rule. <laughs> wow. Don't trust he it. gave me a coin every day and a ring every day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys been watching the Ultimate, Ultimate Girls Girl Trip? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Louis's rage video. Did you see that where he went on some men's retreat? And it was <laughs> yeah. for his ex-wife, I guess. He was trying to get back with his ex-wife. And they're like, go on. Go on. Say it, bro. Say what you got to <laughs> say. He's like, I love you. It was like very Andrew Como energy. He's like, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. You're going to see it. Like, tell him, bro. Tell him. Be, be real, bro. I love you. I love you. Let me back. Real like, men's is vulnerable, this? bro. Real men's really They're meant to be, up. though. Like, they were made in Jersey heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like it's it's gonna last, you guys. It is. It definitely uh, seems like a couple that should be together. You yes, know, yeah. like there are a lot of mismatched couples on these shows, and that one, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. That's you know? true. That's yeah. true. I, I I just don't trust him, but um, you know, well, there haven't been a lot. Of, <laughs> there have been a lot of <laughs> men on Jersey that I have trusted. So you know, what else? <laughs> yeah, is true. But it's <laughs> also is- Jersey. Like you can't trust anybody on that cast. <laughs> no, you, know, you can't. Half of them got somebody in that trunk. You know that they do. I mean, how many of the rumors over the years have there been of that kind of stuff in Jersey? I mean, Um, also, I don't believe that she's not going to get married on the show. Teresa has worked it out. I don't believe that either. They're going to have a whole different. Yeah, they're going to have a wedding special, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, He got a to be continued for ringing her doorbell last season. Like if he's going to get a to be continued, they're definitely going to give a wedding special. Okay, they're they are trying to milk this. Any. Anytime that Bravo can like do a montage where they can say, look at what we've been through. And it's like flashback for the past 12 years of the children growing up. Bravo's like, yes, a wedding. Perfect. We'll do it again. Load up the montage. Yeah, I love it. All right. All right. Let's get to this week's Salt Lake City. It was the one we've long anticipated. We've been waiting for this. Um, So let's break it down. First and foremost, Jen Shah's arrest. What did you guys think overall of this episode? Was it like one of the best ever? Andy Cohen said it was some of the best TV he's ever seen. Yeah, it was fantastic. I actually personally enjoyed the episode prior because you also have the added um, added flair of a cooking party that went awry with Mary <laughs> and Whitney like, in awesome. such a strange way. I was like, this is what we really get. But I love this episode. Um, I mean, I'm loving the season and it was it was riveting, although secretly my absolute favorite part was when they all got together at the end and we're sitting down and we're like, all right, let's go. Let's talk about it. All right. Her assistant saw a clutch and she's flying to Louis Vuitton. I was like, yeah. Tell me more. Tell me everything. 
That was enough details. I felt like was like we would never normally get those details. Those are things that don't happen on camera that you never hear about. That was that was like real. That was yeah, right. Because it's it's they, it's stuff that they all held on to. You know, like with Yolanda, I have a lot in my vault. You know, so they they had mm-hmm. so much in their vault to use against Jen and chose to just give Jen another chance. And then right. when Jen blew it, it was just like, open the vaults, open it, spill it out. So true. Great. It's like Meredith has been waiting on this for weeks and months. And she was like, finally, this girl has been taken down and I can add fuel <laughs> yes. to the fire. Yeah, because yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, because if she was just going to mention it out of the blue, she's going to have a scene where she talks about it. She would look so petty, but she's like, well, she just got arrested by five different authorities. So I think I can tell my story about the clutch, you know? <laughs> And as a taxpayer, you know, sometimes you're like, where are my taxes going? You know, there's some crime is rising. You know, there's there's it's just like being a citizen. And then you watch this show and Homeland Security, FBI, NYPD are all there. And I'm like this. OK, I will write my check right now. Here's my check. <laughs> you guys are doing great on the housewives. <laughs> good question. But does NYPD have to, like, fly there to do this? Or are there NYPD people like? No, they just so. hologram up. They're just like they, Ricky Schroeder presses a button and they pop up out the ground, girl. Yeah, I think they had to since since Jen's headquarters were in New York and it was probably yeah. being prosecuted in New York. They probably yeah. had to send someone. I know that officer is the luckiest one because basically that officer's not doing anything. You got Homeland Security and the FBI there. They they're just along to take photos and you know send pictures back to the home office. Like, look what I did. I went to Utah. You know? Right. I was just saying free trip to Salt Lake City. Um, <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think of Lisa having six different lawyers that she had to call? Uh, Jenny just not caring about this situation at all whatsoever. There was just so much, so many moving parts going on during this uh, car ride up to Vail. Oh my God, there really were. And Heather was explaining on Watch What Happens Live that um, they couldn't turn around, right? Because you're driving through the mountains. And so once you're there, it's like they're on this huge party bus. I can't believe it didn't have a stripper pole in the middle, but it was Mm -hmm. like one of those Shaw's party buses (laughs) and it just couldn't turn around and they're just stuck there. And watching Jenny just be so over it, you know, all Jenny wanted to do on this whole trip was show up and say, you can't boss me around. You're not the boss of me. You're not my mother. Like she had her whole, you can't boss me Mm -hmm. thing. And now it's ruined. Yeah. Jenny seemed just very eager to have her first real housewives Mm -hmm. vacation where she kind of have like a moment. And so if she was just a friend of at that moment, you know, that she was like, this is going to be my, it's a housewives vacation. I got the invitation. I got the golden ticket. I'm ready to have my moment. And she's like, come on, let's go. Let's go. I need to have my moment. I need to be on the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is about me. What about uh, Meredith in the bathtub? Oh, I think yes, that was yeah. so weird. Yeah, it's natural. I'm just in the bathtub for nine hours. That's the bottom line about it. Yeah, just hours and hours in that bathtub, just waiting for people cold. to show up. She must have been like Paul Pruny. Like, yeah, I, I just want to know on the show that she she probably stood up and just her skin fell off. You know, she's just like a head and bones under that robe. It's basically like in The Shining in that one that one hotel room, you know. Um, yeah, that she was in that tub a very, very, long very time. long time. It makes me wonder how many times she like dashed into it every time like an Amazon package came to the house. She's like, I'm only right here. I got to get in the bathtub for the big scene. It's like, oh, it's just a box. <laughs> you guys think she tipped anyone off? Because it, it seemed like they were kind of leaning towards that in this episode. I don't think so. Um, only Bravo fans could make it that a housewife got Homeland Security, right. the FBI, and the NYPD. Yeah. You know, only we could believe that. Because even I believe, I know that that's not the case. 
yeah. because I'm have a brain, but I still part of me is like, girl, what did mm-hmm. Meredith do? Because she got a private eye. So I don't know how private eyes work. Maybe the private eye could call somebody from the FBI. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. You know? Yeah. Are you, are you guys shocked that Jen continued to film after all of this as well? Yes. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Yeah, I'm shocked as in uh, in terms of like as a person who is facing huge crimes that could send her away for 30 years. I am shocked. But then again, as someone who is a thirsty reality star, I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not shocked at all. Jen is the thirstiest of all the housewives we've ever seen. I mean, last year when she came on, she was just repeating lines from other housewives. Mm-hmm. She was throwing glasses. She was doing everything she could to kind of be an iconic housewife. And so I think it's hilarious that she came back on. And I think it's hilarious that she's doing all the after shows and stuff because mm-hmm. She's so delusional. I mean, Jen, there's no thirstier, dilute, more delusional wife than Jen on yeah. these shows. She <laughs> so goes on. They've got video footage of her employee walking in, taking this clutch and walking out. And the way she is telling the story is just so apart from any kind of reality. It's amazing to watch. It's amazing TV. It we do um we we do something once a week where uh, on uh, on Spotify Green Room where people call in and stuff and we talk about different topics and one person who spoke up was a former federal prosecutor and she's like listen you know I did this for a long time and they don't like they don't do this unless they got all their everything like everything lined up their entire case up they they're not gonna do have a big raid unless they've got all their facts straight. They've got a, a, an airtight case. So I'm a little, I'm a little scared for her. I am too. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on from uh, Salt Lake City and talk a little bit about the Ultimate Girls trip, which just premiered. I, you know, a lot of uh, seven different housewives from all different franchises all came together in Turks and Caicos. And of course, Roller coaster Ramona had, uh, have, you know, kicked it off at the bang, already getting fights before we even landed in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> I mean, I, I cannot say I'm surprised about this at all. Oh, no, no not it at was, all. It was shocking. Mean, it was shocking how quickly, mm-hmm. shocking and not shocking, but like really before they even landed, I thought there was going to be at least at least one, you know, act of fake friendliness with all the women and we didn't even we didn't make it to what like seven minutes before <laughs> Ramona pissed off Kenya right and what they're writing about is just so beautiful it's like who's the OG you know like which mm-hmm. housewife put which housewife show put the housewives on the map you know <laughs> wasn't that what started yeah yes. who, do guys, who do you guys think did it who is the OG mm-hmm well, I mean, I think obviously Orange County is technically yeah. the OG, but I I do think it was Atlanta that yeah. really, I mean, Atlanta's, yeah, Nini it was Atlanta, it was Nini. Yeah. They were the ones who like elevate, like, I won't say elevated, but definitely elevated the profile. I mean, that first reunion for Atlanta, everyone was talking about it. And I'm, people were talking about New York too. But like Atlanta was really the one that that captured people. And I don't think it was one. I think it was multiples, you know, because I remember I was a big Desperate Housewives shocker. I know mm-hmm. back in the day. And um, I remember Orange County coming back and my reaction being oh, rip off. It's just a reality mm-hmm. show trying, which, you know, in the book, they say, you know, of course, they were trying to capitalize on that. So I had heard of it. And then it kind of made history for being a new thing. So they mm-hmm. are the OG. But then New York made history because Ramona was so crazy and you had a lady yeah. calling herself a countess, even though she technically wasn't. And then, you know, Atlanta was Nini. I mean, you see Nini still every mm-hmm. day, 20,000 times a day, whether you want to or not in gifts and stuff when you're scrolling mm-hmm. through Twitter or Instagram. So they all, they all, you know what, they all had a brick on 
that pyramid. Yeah, so. no, that is very, very yeah. true. Scheme. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, totally. I think it's, uh, but I think ultimately Atlanta is the one that really, that really, really got people talking because that first, that first season of Atlanta in my book is actually still their best season. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. I will tell you this. Ramona was the one who um, pooped on the map. <laughs> but I don't know if she's <laughs> Do you think that, that Ramona should be back uh, next season on New York if they don't completely, you know, recast? Um, so it's such a tricky question that's been asked, you know, like I've had to like address this many times. And where I've landed is that I think that there's a place for someone as awful as Ramona, as like a villain, as an agitator. But if they decide not to bring her back, I would never be like, I can't believe they didn't bring her back. I mean, she's right now in a very borderline place. And if she gets fired, she gets fired. It's it's also her own fault. But I, yeah. I think that her terrible behavior, I, I still enjoy watching it, which I don't know what that says about me. And I apologize in advance <laughs> to everyone. I've just upset. <laughs> yeah. If she gets fired, she did it to herself and yeah. there's no feeling bad for her. Um, at the same time, a lot of these conversations, because, you know, the shows that we're bringing up, Dallas, New York, I mean, these are shows that for their first time ever, which is crazy, have someone who's not white on these shows, mm-hmm. right? And so it's the first time ever, and we're seeing all these casts adjust, and I look at it like it's the real world. These con- these conversations and the things that Ramona was saying, it's not like Ramona's the only one saying them. You read them in comments all over the internet, you mm-hmm. know? So that's out there, and I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying it's conversations. That was the point of bringing everybody on was to have these arguments and these yeah. conversations, True. you know? So mm-hmm. I don't, but that's also like, now it sounds like I'm giving Ramona too credit, like too much credit, like, wow, she's bringing up these important comments. No, she's being <laughs> But in life, we, I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to say You're totally that. fine. But in life, we have to learn to deal with those people too, you know, and like have that conversation despite those people. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But watching her on Girls Trip is kind of throwback Ramona. I feel like there's a part of her that does try to stir the pot, but then there's a part of her that also stirs the pot without her realizing. Mm-hmm. And that's what's always been kind of fascinating about her. And I think Ronnie is 100% correct, which is that, you know, um, uh, there are these difficult situations and, um, you know, I think one of the values of reality TV is actually being able to sit and watch these moments. Right. And, and see someone actually kind of get wind up in the crosshairs cause, and, 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 uh, of their, because of their behavior and, and Ramona probably deserves that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Well, now it is time for our real talk. And we recently caught up with Luann de Lesseps, who revealed what really went down on the Ultimate Girls Trip. Take a look. I just watched the first episode of the Ultimate Girls Trip. Um, (laughs) I mean, what was the best and most challenging part of that experience for you? Well, you know, listen, I... um you know, this is like no other girls trip because, you know, it's all different casts from all different franchises put together on this vacation. And at first I thought, oh my God, this is going to be work. Um, but I ended up having a really good time. And I think you'll see that during the course of the season. I mean, the season uh, of the, of the episodes that, um, that, you know, I really have a good time, you know, I get into it. Sure. I knew that with seven women, there's always going to be some drama. So, um, you'll see that go down and, and there's some fun surprises and things that you wouldn't expect. And also, you know, we break the fourth one. We talk about what it's like to be on each other's franchises, et cetera, and what bothers us and what makes us happy, et cetera. So I think, you know, we peel back the onion a bit and we get to expose ourselves in a different way. Yeah. If you could recruit one of these ladies for New York, who would it be? Probably Kyle. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I laughed so much with Kyle. I thought she was hysterical. I didn't expect her to be that funny. I, I actually expect her to be a little snooty. Oh, really? And she totally and uh, totally surprised you. She surprised me the most. And uh, and he surprised me the most. You know, I heard she was kind of shady and throwing a lot of shade and drama queen, whatever, which, you know, she did, but not to me. (laughs) (laughs) We see Ramona right off the bat kind of causing. I mean, you guys didn't even land in Turks and Caicos and Ramona was already causing some trouble on the plane. I mean, is it hard to defend your friend in those types of situations? Well, I think it's a very good question. I think, you know, it's hard to defend your friends when they put their foot in their mouth and Mm -hmm. You know, but I told Ramona, I was very upfront with her. I don't know if you, if you saw the first episode, I talk, I say to her, look, I've got your back until you screw up yeah. uh, and then you're on your own. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, you know, I will always listen to her and defend her the best I can until she's like wrong. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and you're on your own. Right. I'm sure it's probably interesting to see her through other people's because you're so used to her and how she acts and how she reacts to things too. Well, you're going to see this play out during the course of the shows, mm-hmm. but um, it, it was interesting to have the other women's perspective on her because I'm, like you said, I'm so used to her behavior and sometimes mm-hmm. I just let it fly. Um, and the other women are like, uh, uh, no, no, that's not happening. So that's interesting dynamic to watch. And, you know, I'm like, get me a bag of popcorn. This is fun. <laughs> right. I think Ramona did say that she did hurt your feelings on the trip though. Right. And if you can kind of talk a little bit about that. Well, I don't want to give too much away. So, you know, there are some things that come out that, you know, uh, that were hurtful and that we re-examine and that the other women have their opinions about. So that's an interesting twist that I can't wait for everyone to watch. So, I mean, to kind of wrap up our Ultimate Girls Trip conversation, do you feel like it's been living up to the hype? Yes. Oh my God. I thought it was going to be so stupid. I really was, I was like, oh, jumping the shark. This is it. Because I remember Andy saying in an interview years ago when someone suggested something like this, he was like, yeah, when we start doing that, it means the ratings are really in the toilet and we're desperate. And so when it happened, it kind of lent credence to that Mm -hmm. thought. And I was like, oh God, this is it. What are we going to do for a living? You know? (laughs) And um, it's great. I think it is so, so. It is shockingly good. Uh, It was funny. I texted with Ronnie. Uh, earlier in the week and I was like I don't know I have a suspicion that this is going to be a little bit of a bust you know uh-huh. and then I watched literally just that first that first act where Ramona calls Kenny a bitch and then I texted Ronnie I was like actually it's amazing <laughs> like it just it actually works so much better than I ever thought it would and it also has like a nice has a fun energy about it that I, I wasn't expecting totally I agree I also love seeing Turks and Caicos I love seeing mm. what they're wearing because it's always yes. ridiculous I it's love beautiful. seeing Michael the butler I love mm. seeing the food. I, you know, I like that. I feel like I'm on a vacation. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Every time a turtle goes by, it's like a Ramona or a Kim Richards, you know, there. it's like Kim Richards is kind of still there in spirit. Uh, yeah, it's really good. And I think the casting is great, too, because mm-hmm. when I thought of all those ladies together, I thought, why would you put Kenya and Ramona in the same place? Ooh, but right. then now yeah. that I see it. I'm like, wow, that's actually perfect. It makes Kenya look better somehow. Yeah. Miraculously. Yeah. Right. Totally. Better. <laughs> Huge for and Kenya. It's interesting to see someone who can stand up to Ramona in such a way that she does not back down ever at all. Like mm-hmm. she does not get worn out by Ramona's craziness and can deal with it. And it seems like they semi like each other after. So yeah. I'm, well, I'm also shocked. Also, it's really nice after watching Beverly Hills to see a group of women that's not afraid to just like 
confront each other, uh, mm-hmm. like call each other out on their BS, yeah. um, which is what we've been dying for in Beverly Hills. And also one thing that's been a real surprise for me is how much fourth wall breaking there's been like self-referential discussion about like, oh, my franchise's ratings are this or, oh, this is how well we did yeah. it. Oh, they're talking about us here. And even like how there's like talk about how they're reading about themselves on Twitter. I mean, it's it's sort of surprising, <laughs> but it was um, it worked. Right. It totally did. It definitely did. All yeah, right. Well, let's modern. Get, yes, I like it. I like it. All right. Well, let's get to our social spotlight of the week where we discuss which housewife caught our attention on social media. Mandy, I know yours kind of went along with uh, the ultimate girls trip as well. Yeah, so mine is from Gary Gennetti. Um, I love him. He's Brad Goreski's husband. He's a, a comedian writer. Um, so he wrote, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is the Avengers for middle-aged women and gay men. And I guess I'm a middle-aged woman now because I enjoyed it. <laughs> I did too. Um, mine went to Kyle Richards, who gave us an inside glimpse at uh, Paris Hilton's wedding. She was singing some karaoke with her sister, Kathy, and it looked like the ultimate affair. I really, well, I, you know, obviously Paris is going to be showing this on on her Peacock channel as well, but it just seemed like a Paris Hilton wedding. <laughs> yeah, I like it really more. I yeah. just saw one little clip of that on Peacock while I was watching Peacock. It was like this mm-hmm. Paris Hilton show and the husband's like, Hey, ain't I the luckiest guy alive? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, perfect. This looks, this looks perfect. And I didn't know he talked like he was in the Godfather. So that's going <laughs> to be I love it. What about you guys? What did you guys decide on? Um, for me, I was really excited about Jen Shaw's social media, which of course was a disaster this week. Uh, but specifically, um, one thing that really amused me was that she posted, she sort of regrammed um, her assistant Murillo. Um, he posted a big, long defense of himself in all caps font, which I really did not appreciate. Um, basically saying like, I did not steal that clutch. And if you look inside, the clutch was in a bag. And if you look, my, the clutch I took was actually white and it was paid for. Blah, 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 blah. So we had like a three screen, all caps defense of himself, which was hilarious. And I didn't didn't sell me whatsoever, but it amused me. I love yeah. it. Mine was actually Kyle Richards. OK, we love to point out when Kyle Richards is trying to compete with everybody because mm-hmm. that's all she does. Right. Like Lisa Vanderpump. How could you say that you're a queen in your opening line? And now hers is like in this town, a queen, blah, blah, blah. So she's always stealing. You know, she's got Lisa Vanderpump swing in her backyard. She's got <laughs> she just copies everything that everybody does. So I died that on the Paris Hilton wedding week, Kyle released her 25th anniversary Mm. photos and spread boxes sent to everybody. (laughs) She's just, she's even competing with her own niece. You know, this year when Paris uh, came out with her Netflix show, Kyle was on Beverly Hills trying to convince us all that she cooked salmon for like thousands of people at a time. I mean, it is hilarious. She is so consistent. That's amazing. I didn't make that connection, but that is a good connection. Yeah. Never unsee it. I love it. Well, Ben Ronnie, thank you both so much for joining us this week. This was so much fun. It was an absolute pleasure having you guys on uh, our podcast. So I really appreciate it. And remind people where they can get tickets to a live show. Yeah, just go to watchwhatcrappens.com. That's where you can get tickets to the live show. And follow us at watchwhatcrappens on Instagram and at whatcrappens on Twitter. All the social links are at watchwhatcrappens.com also. But we hope to see everyone at our shows. It'll be a lot of fun. So much yeah. fun. I can't wait Thanks to see all the... Thanks, so much for having yes, us. Yes, no, really thank you so you. much. Thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, have a good right, day. Thanks. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered.
Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, goal, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.